0: Maybe there is, though.
1: I don't have a stick up my ass. You weren't even here. The stick hasn't up its ass.
0: <sighs> I'm just kidding. I am oh. the stick. I'm the ass. <laughs> literal. literal of that stick. What? Dumbness. <laughs> literal dumbness shirt. There's some literal dumbness right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny one. Dude. It's just literal dumbness. <sighs> capital D, capital M, capital N.
0: Just look at Zayd and all his literal dumbness. <laughs> yeah.
1: You are literally retarded.
0: The reason why I like literal dumbness so much is because not only like (laughs) it is accurate to say, but at the same time you sound so dumb. Yeah, saying literal (laughs) dumbness. That's why it's like I have
2: numbness to your dumbness. (laughs) 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 This is how a note starts. (laughs) Numbness.
0: dumbness to your numbness your dumbness brings me numbness <laughs> yeah, yeah literally no you know what that's actually a perfect example like you ever have that moment um where you're in an argument with somebody like for example what we were talking about earlier right mm-hmm. where somebody says something that is so counterintuitive to what you were saying like and it's not related to your conversation whatsoever you're just like yeah or even better if it's just so dumb like what they're saying you're just like, oh, like when you have that moment where you need to take a second for your, that's Let's try to think of an example That's literal dumbness. When somebody says something that makes you go like, "Oh god. Oh my god. That you is the dumbness right now. to my numbness." Yeah, what
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example. I know I had that reaction recently. I don't remember what it was though. Like you're talking about something, you're talking about something a specific subject and you get into technicalities and then they bring up they just throw out a word that has nothing to do with it. Mm. Like that? I mean, that could be one. That that definitely could I'm be one. I'm trying to think of an example, though.
2: Or it's like where they try to lo- ride the train to your thought, but then it ends up missing and going the opposite direction. And you're like, where
0: is this? That has nothing to do. There's just a moment of silence that just <laughs> lingers. Like the best moments where that happens are like in arguments that are usually about the three things like you shouldn't talk about on dates and then some, right? So mm-hmm. that'd be like politics and shit. Like, um, for example, uh, environmentalism, stuff like that. And, like, uh, I'm trying to think of an example that has to do with uh, the meat-spiracy shit you were talking about. Meat-spiracy? Or, or sorry, cow-spiracy. Oh, okay. That you were talking about. And it was like, um, or what about the, the methane thing, where you're saying uh, 18% of global CO2 output is produced by cows, mm-hmm. right? Like, if you just say that, I mean, that sounds like a scary, scary number. And it definitely is, because if you think about it, like... There's cars, there's planes, there's trains, yeah. there's yeah. oil companies. There's all this other shit that's producing CO2, but like just cows, like one animal is 18%, right? So you're talking to somebody, you're trying to break it down, like how cows produce that 18%, blah, blah, blah. And then they just jut in with like, but meat said it was 51% and I trust everything they say with impunity. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: cringe. You need to work on yourself
0: it's like and you're basing that's, that's when you walk away it's like you're basing all of that information on one study that was conducted by a group that like had vetted interests in making sure that where
2: the, the meat industry yeah. gets taken down <clears throat> where that one person got the same info oh remember or they like, had
1: the same advantages as you research yeah. <laughs> remember the the guy who was on who was being interviewed on that video when you came oh out? yeah,
0: that one guy who's being interviewed on that one video when I walked in. Yeah, that's that guy. That guy. The guy, that, okay. the guy with the. Gl- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, the guy they. No, you know. should probably say his name and what the video. No, was I, I forgot about.
1: his name. Um...
0: Oh, but it was from a YouTube video, right? Is that what it is? What video? What I you think it was Vimeo. About? I'm not I'm sure. Sorry. I'm Vimeo. sorry. That's a perfect moment of literal dumbness. Yeah, yeah. You mean that? Oh yeah. yeah. You remember that one song that played that one time at that place? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember that dude, for sure. I remember. Dumbness. Yeah, dude. We even
2: crystal clear. Dude, we <laughs> walked around too. We even turned the corner. Remember, we pissed. Dude, that was crazy.
1: Crazy night. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you see where I went. It
1: was a crazy night. Yeah, I've had you, plenty silence of silence. Just the silence lingers after that that kind of moment. That's like that
0: literal dumbness moment. Yes. That's perfect. That is literal dumbness. Abe. But what were you trying to say? <clears> oh, <throat> about, <throat> about that one guy in that one know. interview on YouTube.
1: Not even YouTube. He said maybe Vimeo. <laughs> so the reason why, <laughs> the reason why momentum picked up with with the whole uh, you know meat is bad for the planet is because there was a, an original paper done in. 2005 or 2006 that yeah. stated 50% of the emissions or whatever came from mm-hmm. agriculture right he the expert the he, he's also a professor somewhere I mean, some some established yeah, some guy who was interviewed on YouTube is a professor somewhere
0: <laughs> sorry maybe Vimeo maybe
1: <laughs> Continue. he even wrote he he wrote <laughs> he debunked that paper he wrote in the comments his specific uh, reason why his the paper is wrong and the authors of the paper was like, yeah, this guy has a point. But I don't
0: know. So the author of a mystery paper got called out by a guy who was interviewed on YouTube who did, conducted his own study on something. Yeah, so, Precisely. Which, which, by the way, the study has been narrowly named. It's just CO2 output by cows. So, Precisely. Someone somewhere had a point. Yes. <laughs>
1: Somewhere, somewhere (laughs) at a point.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, but yeah, no, no, no. I, I totally get that. I want to. uh, (laughs) That's going on TikTok. Somewhere in some far,
1: (laughs) somewhere in some faraway land, (laughs) at a point.
0: That's definitely going on. That's a zaidism. Yeah, that's going on TikTok. That's a Zadism. Yeah. (laughs) Just an ism in general.
2: I guess we totally but forgot about I, your, Honestly, uh, I, oh I, I, you lost me. I don't know what the hell. The last thing I remember was 18 per, 18%. <laughs> okay. So how did we get that
1: number? No, no. We already <laughs> talked about this. We're not talking about it.
0: I know, but I want to just recap real quick. No, I, I said earlier there was a, a study that was conducted by a group of individuals who yeah, had a that vetted, had a
2: documentary called cowspiracy
0: well not just them the cowspiracy documentary they took this uh study right which the study was created by people who had a vetted interest in stopping meat production right yeah so they came up with their estimation of 51 percent now the guy somewhere on youtube who was being interviewed possibly vimeo <laughs> yeah he made a counterclaim <laughs> That uh no, it's not fifty-one percent. It's real. It's more realistically eighteen percent. And then other scientists they uh evaluated both the fifty-one and, and the 18, eighteen percent claim. The eighteen percent claim is more, more valid. Accurate. It has yeah. more uh, concise like research conducted on it. Mm-hmm. And so they decided to go with that one. Yeah. Right. So and then Zaid also claimed that the people who came up with the fifty-one percent figure said, "Yeah, our bad." That was the okay. conclusion. They okay.
2: Okay. To. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So cowspiracy, from what I remember, was just all like a lot of it was falsified. Like a lot of it was of the, bullshit. They were just throwing right?
1: out claims that were not true.
0: Yeah, so they were I don't I don't know what was what was the point of the film? It, it was, was
1: vegan propaganda. It's plant based okay. propaganda.
0: Like, Which begs the question okay. is the next one that he came out so, with C Spiracy, is that propaganda as well? I mean, you could argue that the amount of fish, like by species in terms of how many of them are in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Like those numbers might be a little who knows. I would say there's
1: more truth to it.
0: They I would agree there's more truth but like he said for example bluefin tuna populations have dropped 99% yeah uh in the past what was it like 20 or 30 it's years a big or something yeah. number. Yeah but that's that's astounding. Honestly
2: this whole episode is turning out to be literal dumbness because here's a thought for you. <laughs> so those group of individuals that decided to you know, know the truth, but put out the, the false information. Well, you can't skip the truth when you're doing research, dude. It's there for you. Well,
0: also there the are gonna
2: be resources that tell you,
0: you know, the higher yeah. percentages that you're looking for, right? Now that begs the question: like, did they know the exact truth that it was eighteen percent? That's no one. That's up for speculation.
2: Yes, but you know? like that you said it, it's more valid. They didn't say eighteen percent is the correct value.
1: You know how they got the, they got the fifty one percent number because. They took animal agriculture and factored in everything that has to do with it. Mm -hmm. On the, for everything else, in terms of like cars and all that other stuff, they only looked at exhaust emissions. They didn't look at like construction. They didn't look at all the things that, they didn't take into account the full gamut of-
0: Because they view those as separate industries. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Mm. Which would make more sense. So the 18% figure is just cows. Like just their cows ownership. and other animals who contribute to it. Okay, so not okay. just cows. That's just livestock in mm-hmm. general, is what you're saying. Meanwhile, so it's more ignorance than dumbness. Yes. Yeah. Well, the f- no, the fifty-one, no. the fifty-one percent is misleading. That's what it is because yeah. what they're doing is they're combining all these other attributes that are involved in agriculture into one thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they say cows in the fifty-one percent, but what they're really talking about potentially is like a whole myriad of industries. So that's mm-hmm. like. Automotive, you have construction, like you said. You also have uh the water resource industry, like other shit like that. Yeah. So you know? what does this prove exactly? Essentially what this proved was that uh that fifty one percent claim was grossly overestimated and yeah. livestock really outputs about eighteen percent of the CO two. That meat okay. is not bad for the yeah. planet. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, if you want to I mean the CO two output, like that's not great. You know, because they're putting, what is it, billions of tons of CO2 into the atmosphere every year, which is not good.
1: Yeah, yeah, but he also said that when you compare, for example, like thousands of years ago, how many ruminants we had on the planet, it's almost identical to the number we have now. How many what we have? Ruminants. So cows, bison, animals that eat grass and then contribute CO2 to oh, okay. the atmosphere.
0: Okay, but I wouldn't say that that number was equal to all the other industries. He, he, we've said, he said they're almost equal to. So you're just talking about in terms of livestock. Yeah, yeah, okay, livestock. that would make more sense to me. Gotcha, but just specifically cows is obviously a lower percentage. Yes, yeah, sp- yeah. specifically just <laughs> Las Vacas. Like it's, for, it's for Japan,
1: lower. it's 1% of emissions.
0: Cows, All of their livestock,
1: 1%. Well,
0: it makes sense. They don't have a lot of space for it for the most part. For the U.S.,
1: it's around 4 to 5
0: Somewhere actually, here. if you put it in that sense, like Japan's got a way higher CO2 output just by animals in the U.S. Yeah. Like even yeah, though we have four to population. five and we definitely put out more CO2, but like CO2 per capita, like if that makes any sense, we don't know. that's actually it's got to be higher than the U.S. as I would imagine, because there's a lot less people in Japan than there are in the U.S.
1: They also probably produce a lot of meat for the world. So Japan, maybe.
0: They definitely, like Wagyu. They are definitely the best provider of A4 Japanese Olive Wagyu, which I tried in Las Vegas. And let me tell you something. Bro. Audience and you two, if you ever get the chance and you save up enough money, because it's very expensive. And luckily enough for me, I did fairly well at gambling while mm. I was there. So basically <laughs> gambling paid for this dinner. But if you got enough money saved up and you're in a spot where they have verified Japanese A4 olive wagyu steak do it you send it
1: olive full send
0: yeah that's like the full or olive is like a specific type of the so
1: okay so there there are different types there
0: are different types there's uh, i believe there's and i think it's actually narrowed down by like the farmer right mm. so i think olive is like a specific farmer of okay. uh, a4 i didn't have the olive variety but i had verified japanese a4 which is The creme de la creme when it comes to steak, right? Yeah. And let me tell you something. You know, when you got a filet or a ribeye and it's cooked right, Mm. it's cooked well, you know, you can theoretically, you just, you could cut it really with a butter knife, right? This shit, we, by the way, let me, let me set the scene, right? We're in Vegas. We did well, made enough money. I'm like, let's go have a really nice dinner. Like, this is our last night. So we go to this place. I forget what the name of it is, but it's a Mandalay Bay, a Japanese restaurant. We sit down, look at the menu. I see it's on the menu. I have to have it. $22 an ounce. Right? Mm-hmm. You can get a really good ribeye, like at the grocery store, for 20 to 24 bucks, right? Yeah. So, 22 for an ounce, right? So, what's the minimum ounce? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. E. What did you, you got a four? I got, a, I got four. Yeah, just as the minimum. Because we had other stuff that we wanted to eat. Yeah. You know, so, because Vegas, like, people don't realize Vegas actually is probably one of the best culinary hubs on the planet, mm-hmm. right? Because you have the best culinary minds all congregate there at one point or another. They get the best ingredients flown in from all over the world, like the most specific fishing villages in like, Greece, Italy. Like, they get all that shit. Okay, gotcha. Right. So, when you go to Vegas and you're at a good restaurant, you're going to get good shit, but it's very expensive. Yeah, right well, that's why you got to save up some money for it
2: yeah you want to have a good dinner but exactly good money
0: <laughs> so we sit down order the steak all this other stuff get the salad that comes in first and we got these pork yeah. uh these barbecue pork buns which were <clears throat> oh my god dude like Can't this, yeah it was so good <laughs> yeah sorry i'm
1: halal bro i
0: know they you could probably get beef if you asked but like it was pork on the menu so yeah. whatever um that we got some sushi which was pretty good i would actually argue that there's seafood there is not as good as, like, meat and chicken and vegetables and shit like that, but it's still really good. Like, don't get me wrong. Okay. But got that. And then the steak. The centerpiece for the meat. It's just juicy. It comes on the plate, and it's about this big. Yeah. Like, that big, right? It's a tiny, tiny steak. And it's just the perfect cook. Like, we asked for medium rare. It was medium rare the entire way through. (laughs) I don't even know how they did it because the outside was, like, super super crisp like Mm. you know just how you want a steak to have that good char Mm. but for some reason there wasn't like that thin char layer around the outside it was like perfect medium rare the whole way through which to me means they probably sous vide it or they put it in a sous vide uh, cooked it to the proper temperature and then just like threw it on a grill at like 600 degrees you know just for like a quick sear on the outside so off the bat great cook great preparation sides came with it the sides that came with it were amazing but then there's a steak (laughs) the steak came pre-sliced which i was kind of bummed about but i don't really care because it's the best steak on the planet yeah you know and you get it on the fork we got just the end caps right like just the little pieces at the end i pick it up with my fork i bring it over to my plate and i just kind of bent the fork like for whatever reason the meat literally just separated and fell onto the <laughs> That's plate. That's amazing. That's buttery smooth. No right pressure. Yeah. I applied zero pressure. I turned my fork and it's just right on the that plate. That is so good. I put it into my mouth. The, the waiter, I think he recommended that you press it against the roof of your mouth, like your first bite, just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and I pressed it against the roof of my mouth, and it's just... <sighs> disintegrate. It dissolves dude it's like thanos was there dude i no lit it was like in your mouth and then gone yeah and it just erupted into like <laughs> fat and beautiful um muscle tissue and like the flavor immense i dude by itself by itself with just salt and pepper i imagine it was better than any steak i have ever had and it was just a piece i was like that big it's amazing Whew. Like, I would take this piece right here that was this big, right? Super tiny. Super (laughs) tiny. Got a thumbnail. I would take that over, like, as ridiculous as this sounds, a 12-ounce ribeye. Mm. That one bite, to me, would be more worth it. So much flavor it packed. I'm not even kidding with you, Zay. When we took a bite into it, we started giggling. (laughs) Like, children. (laughs) Yeah. I've never eaten anything that made me do
1: that to that degree. Damn. It was like you put it in your mouth. Like, <laughs> no, would you say it's it's hands down the best flavor you've ever experienced, out of all food? It's in the top three.
2: God, damn,
1: and that's with nothing else
0: on, just meat. So imagine Japan, bro. That's why I want to go there. There's a uh, actually there's a farm. I forget what the name of it is, but you can go there and they'll like you know prepare the steak for you. Keep in mind the steak is like eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Ooh, you know, but. But the cool thing is, they show you the cow that they're getting it from, not alive, right? They show you what the cow was. They give you like a full show detail. The cow yeah. No, life. I'm not kidding. They give you like a piece of paper with a picture of the cow. They give you like at least two to three paragraphs about how it was raised, what it was eating, where it grazed. Yeah. Um. It's like how it got massages, shit like that. That's
2: like looking up a serial number, dude. I they take yeah. it
0: seriously Yo, because bro. like hey. it's Carf- a Carfax, Carfax As- like Calfax. <laughs> Calfax. <laughs> Put the
1: bin number real quick. But it's like <laughs> as
0: ridiculous as it sounds, yeah. right? I mean, if that steak I had was 22 an ounce, think about the whole cow.
1: Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that's a how much money would that even be? Like, 60 to 80,000 a cow? Probably more, right? Probably. Because not only are you getting just that prime cut that they're looking for, you have the rest of the beef, yeah. which is not as good, but un- still better than any steak you're going to buy in a grocery store. Mm-hmm. It's the 9/ 11 turbo of cows. it is
1: yeah, and it was a fatty no, cut? It's,
0: it's the you know what it is It's not the 911 turbo of cars or, or of steaks. That would be like your fillet like your fillet it's is the 9/11 cool. steak. What this is is like your 1960s Porsche speedster, okay It's rare, unbelievably you want? they're like it. highly valued, right um and it's just it's just good
1: was was there it's a lot of fat good. on it?
0: The, it's like fifty-fifty fat and muscle fiber.
1: What color was the fat?
0: Uh, yellow.
1: <sighs> so it's you know like it's good. I
0: mean, like it's it's white, but not like paper white. It's like it's like almost more of a creamy texture. It's mm. not like yellow, yellow like chicken fat like you're thinking of, but it's still yellow, right? Wow. It's dude. It's an indicator of a good quality. Yeah. All all, Steak I, too. all I can say is just dude, dude. Like, if we ever go to Vegas, because we'll probably go there if? well, if we ever go to Vegas or Japan, I'm now setting up a stake fund for I'm not <laughs> oh, a dude it a. Sounds, fund It sounds ridiculous. no, i'm I'm for it. but I will say this, right? And I don't mean to be blasphemous, but it's very blasphemous what I'm about to say. When I was growing up, you know, you go to like church and stuff like that. Like I always thought to myself, when I grow up, I'll believe in this, and like, I'll be a better person because of it, right? But I never got that feeling of what it was like to be religious or like have that connection with God. Being a believer. When I bit into that steak, I was Mm. a believer. (laughs) Dude, I had a slight moment of I believe. I'm like, maybe God is real.
1: (laughs) Because, like, God is real. Like, for real. <laughs> Can you imagine that's what pushes him to, to the religious side? Is The fucking steak. Japanese No, because Wagyu. only
0: something divine would allow something that delicious to exist. Well, yeah. That's right? why you appreciate that. And now I know people made that happen. Like, you know, the Japanese, they bred those cows and treated them very specifically to do that. But to allow something that delicious to exist is divine territory. Like, it was agree, unbelievably yeah. good. Yeah.
2: I got to experience that. And the
0: only reason I say it's in the top three and not number one out of the gate is because I don't remember everything that was the best thing I've eaten. But maybe it is number one because I'll remember that shit the rest of my life, like hands down. Mm Maybe it was the best thing I ever ate. I like, would say it's
1: the I would go for it. Just put it at number there. one and then I'll
0: put you know, fuck, I'll put it at number one. Yeah, hell yeah. That shit was unreal. Oh, it was number two mac and My cheese. My mouth is watering <laughs> and cheese from El Poy
1: Loco.
0: <laughs> what? No, dude, straight out of the craft box, bro. That's what you want. Yeah, that's number two. <laughs> you want the number powder? Number three dude. ramen. <laughs> Miss uh, me with your Velveeta. Give me that yeah, powder. Yeah, Give me powder. that bullshit. Dude, My
2: look, God, listen. Dude. If you're doing like mac and cheese the way we were thinking right now, it's craft only.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For real.
2: And I'm not talking about Spongebob. I'm not talking Mm-mm. about the other ones. I'm talking the about... tubes, baby. The tubes. Give yeah. us the tubes.
1: Yes, sir. I don't even know if I know what that tastes like. You do. Yeah, I guarantee... You because you're coming that over was, That was not a part of my childhood. <laughs> I guarantee
0: you've eaten it at least one point in your probably. life. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I just don't remember. I mean, like, let's be real. It's not that great of a mac and cheese. I've had way better mac and cheese <laughs> yeah. than that. But, like... Of <laughs> I mean, as a staple... Throwback. There we go. Not too shabby. Bingo. As, like, just an OG, like... Just something to grasp onto, or maybe a baseline would be a better word for it. Yeah. Mm. But you know, like, when you go to a fancy restaurant, and mm. I'm on food, I'm hungry. I'm so hungry, fancy. dude. I'm so hungry. Yeah, I feel you. But, like, when you go to a fancy restaurant, you know, and you sit down, and you see on the menu is, like, a side that you can get is lobster mac and cheese. <sighs> you best believe it, there.
1: Lobster Is that actually lobster mixed with mac and cheese, or? Yeah. Yeah. Cheese.
0: Lobster meat. Real lobster mixed in with mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Now he's probably think,
2: picturing like a lobster
0: swimming in a. a you ever, no, 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 no. You no. ever had that shit? <laughs> have you ever had that lobster not, mac and no. cheese? I need no. to take you to a place where they got it, man. Like, it's, it's so right? bougie and it's like expensive, but like, dude, you know they got like fine, like a good white cheese, some good sharp notes in there. It's usually like a shell situation with the mac and cheese, and then you got the lobster, which was just boiled to perfection, mixed in with some butter, and then to top it off, they get some olive oil. That's got, um, uh, what's it called? Like, white truffle in it. It's oh. a 2
1: a.m. culinary experience. Dude, I'm my
0: mouth is watering. Like, I need to keep swallowing every
2: couple of minutes. Thank God I had my shake.
0: Mm. Oh, but
1: yeah, actually, by the way, you need to explain uh, what happened to you yesterday.
0: Oh, before we get there, sorry. I just wanted yeah, to throw yeah. out one little fun fact about lobster that I learned the other day. <laughs> so, there's this dude on YouTube. He's got a channel, and I wish I could remember the name so I could give him a shout-out. But he essentially does, like... um. Like early settler style cooking where it's like, you know, from when the country was founded or country, I mean, the U.S. was founded yeah. and he like finds old recipes from like, you know, the set that date that dates back to like the 1700s, cool. 1800s. And he tries to replicate them. A lot of the times they are terrible, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of the times you're just like because they didn't know back in the, like they didn't really have culinary arts in America to the extent that they had maybe in Europe at the time. Right. But yeah. different game, you know. So he's trying that. But he came, he came across this one recipe, and I forget exactly what the dish was. I think it was, like, essentially just, like, a lobster sandwich, right? And what was <laughs> really funny was when he was talking about lobster, he, like, gives a history lesson along with this shit, right? And um, he was saying that lobster back in the day was, like, a peasant food. Like, it was saved for the worst of the worst people, like usually prison inmates, because it was so prominent, right? Dude. Because essentially, like, if you think about it, like, the waters back in the day, they weren't very polluted in your harbors, which is where all of the lobster lived. Mm. So you could just sit on the dock, throw a lobster trap over, and probably get, like, four to five within an hour, Mm -hmm. depending on where you were at. So That's insane. (laughs) Yeah, and they also viewed lobsters as bottom feeders so that they weren't, like, you know— the best that you could get. What is right? this
2: peasant yeah, I don't know if you guys knew, but in the 1700s, Wagyu was actually for the peasants.
0: I don't think Wagyu <laughs> was a thing. It wasn't <laughs> a thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just,
2: but that, that's literally what it's like.
0: But yeah. So it's like well, he was describing hell, this and he was like, yeah, they would save lobster for like prisoners. And so, like, but you also have to think like, I don't oh think God. they were preparing lobster the same yeah. way only back the, then.
2: Only the elite got Big Macs.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: what
0: a what a time to live
2: is <laughs> your lobster you peasant but
0: like if you look throughout history i mean you <laughs> fucking peasants that, that,
2: that sentence just bothers me
0: <laughs> it's yeah, of like course. if you look throughout history some of the food that we love the most today was like eaten by common folk like a lot of the shit that was eaten by royalty we just Pizza. It, it's disgusting what, what did royalty, royalty? eat Pizza was was actually started as a royalty food, I believe. Yeah, it was created by a peasant for royalty Maybe in Italy. My royalty food, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it was basically just bread with tomato sauce. Look at that. it
2: now, bro. Like, there's these places that I go to, like the place I took you. A place is expensive, dude. Yeah, what for, place for a damn small pizza? Huh? What is it? Um,
1: it's in uh, it's by your house actually. Yeah, it's Costa Mesa. It's right next to the Triangle.
0: What is it called? El... I-L. I have no idea. El Dolce. El Dolce. And yeah, it was go. a pizza place? Yeah. Why would you go to it? Okay. What do yeah, you mean? Anyway? <laughs> huh? No, I'm thinking like. It's like, it's like an we're artisan pizza. It's, it's an, pizza an amazing place. pizza. Oh, El it's Dolce great. Italian. I'm thinking. Yes. Sorry, I'm thinking Spanish. Oh, no, no. My we're bad. Are, we're getting Spanish pizzas? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the? <laughs> no, it's Italian. That makes sense.
2: Okay. Yeah, dude, we got the Santa Fe um spicy fajita pizza. Pretty bomb.
0: And then we got no, a Margarita. No, a, a no. Mar- no we got a Margarita. Margarita
2: and we got a Marinara.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Because that's
2: what it's about. Like, honestly, if I try a new pizza, I'm going to try the margarita out first. Like the fundamentals. You know? Especially if you, if you you know, claim that it's authentic.
1: Yeah. It w- it was excellent. I mean, it was, it was light. It was very fiery. You could taste. Fluffy the, dough. Yeah. You could taste like
0: the stone. Oh, my God. It's so good. Like that charredness. You get, you get that good stone flavor. That's when you know your pizzas. They're doing something right in the back. Yes, yes, yes. But to go back to what Zaid yeah, was talking about. Uh, I almost accidentally died, or at least would have been in the ER and been messed up the rest of my life uh, because I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. Um, So, long story short, I created a chemical mix (laughs) in my bathroom while I was cleaning it, right? I was trying to just clean my shower. (laughs) And in the process of doing this, I I created... I've heard this before. (laughs) In the process of cleaning my shower, right... I essentially created uh what was dropped on the trenches in World War One, <laughs> which is chlorine gas, god damn, and uh yeah. yeah, I accidentally inhaled some of that shit, and it messed me up for about thirty two days. days, like yeah, yeah. That's insane. I was ruined, so long story long, let's go <laughs> let's go there.
1: We've got time. This is a podcast.
0: Yeah. I woke up, I'm like, I'm a piece of shit, like my room's <laughs> a mess, my bathroom i I need to clean it, like I tossed out like a bunch of my wardrobe Jordan okay. Peterson Ryan.
2: let's back up you're not a piece of shit you're just backed up
0: <laughs> no <laughs> no what happened i'm like i'm looking around in my room and like in my bathroom and in my closet specifically and i'm like i'm wearing
1: the same shit i was wearing like seven years ago like what the fuck am i doing with my life yeah i that's had the- the, that's the original question that gets you to clean your room and everything else that was the, that was what i had what the fuck am
0: i doing yeah right and so i you know Room's still a mess because I was going to do that after I cleaned my shower, but I cleared out a lot of my closet. I went in to clean my bathroom, right? And, you know, cleaning the sink, fine. Cleaning the toilet, fine. No problem, right? When I get into the shower, I had um, quite a bit of calcium buildup, right? Mm-hmm. And so something that you use to get rid of that is a product or one product you can use to get rid of it. It's called Lime Away, Right. And so I had Lime Away, and I was spraying off like the metallic shit, and then also like certain parts where it had an extra buildup, you know. And I cleaned it off, right? I rinsed it down, I wiped it down with another thing, like another sponge or scouring pad, whatever the fuck it's called. Then I rinse it down again, right? Okay, cool, whatever. Then I go and use this shit called soft scrub. Now, soft scrub's uh, primary cleaning agent is called bleach, <laughs> as most people know, right? Mm-hmm. So. What I was unaware of, right, and what a lot of mean people said online was that if you mix lime away with bleach and water, it creates, or it's I've, not lime away specifically, it's a chemical within it, but I forget what it's called off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. When you mix the ingredient from lime away plus bleach plus water, it creates chlorine gas in a vapor. Same
1: exact thing as. That was dropped in the trenches.
0: About as close as you can get. Yeah. Because they God. probably, you know, they probably came up with a different way to make yeah. it. But yeah. Like, higher like, potency. And all yeah. Exactly. Things, so. But, you know, so I'm in my bathroom and I accidentally mix all this and it creates some vapors and I get hit with it. Right. And I'm like, shit. Like, it's just immediately my nostrils are draining mucus and water. Yeah. Ooh, like that's, immediately. That's like, like as, ugh. Yeah.
2: Imagine a sound wave, but like it's a scent. Like, you know, what I would,
0: you, up. you know what I would actually say, what I would imagine it was like, imagine if you had like a, um, like a nasal spray, but had the force of an inhaler. And instead of it being like some medicated stuff, it was more of like a pepper spray, Ooh. like a really high strength yeah. pepper spray. And that was just all in my nose, in my sinuses, like in my lungs. And I'm like, geez. So I step out, right? Yeah. I turn on my fan in my bathroom and I leave the door open for like 20 minutes. And then um, what I do is I go and I get a mask, like, right, just, you know, some mask to cover it, whatever, stops, hopefully something. And then I go back in and I keep cleaning, right? So I think it was that initial hit of the gas that, like, really messed me up mm-hmm. for the, you know, the next two days to follow. But what followed afterwards was just I, I didn't sleep. For like 32 hours because i was constantly draining mucus and like snot out of my nose um i was always sneezing like i sneezed like a dog like four times in a row or sorry five times in a row was my max just yeah. you know like and it hurts every time you sneeze because then, it's like your sinuses hurt <laughs> and your lungs hurt and i was like jesus fuck, like is this gonna end i'm like do i need to go to the er like yeah. it was that bad and I read online and a lot of people are like, Your symptoms usually go away within one to two days. I also read some other people's things where they're like, um, my voc my vocal cords got effed up from it. I can't speak regularly and it's been ten years later. Holy um, shit. I they're can't- probably in it, in it. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, I can't breathe properly as a result of it. And for them that was a one time exposure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they just I guess got the full brunt of it. They yeah. just
2: and it probably was more potent to them. They're probably way yeah. Yeah, healthier, I, too. The way they did. I imagine
0: I with my circumstance, since I watered down, like, or at least got rid of the majority of the lime away, the result wasn't as bad as it could have been. Mm-hmm. But essentially, like, what could have happened was I could have built uh, cysts that would have formed in my lungs, and they would have popped, and I would have drowned myself in my own blood. Like, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. The human body is crazy, man. You're like, and
2: the world is crazy like that was the last thing on your mind. You know I mean? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think twice of it, but my, yeah, and it's just some damn chemical. And now like, you could literally be like this. It could be a chemical used for glass. For example, And you just be like, Oh, there's a spot in here. I'm to rinse it. And then I'm just going to
0: use two products. Yeah.
2: You'll never know that you're about to kill yourself. In for my example, defense.
0: Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. No, 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 I'm done. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In my defense, because I know people in the comment section are going to say, <laughs> it says on the bottle, don't mix with bleach. I know. I know it says don't mix with bleach, right? It's a big label right on the front. But here's my defense, right? I had thought that by, you know, doing it, scrubbing it in, rinsing it, scrubbing it again, and then rinsing it again, I would have gotten rid of the majority of it, if not all of it, Mm -hmm. right? So I didn't think it was going to be a problem. Lo and behold, it was a problem. It lingered. (laughs) I guess so. It was a
1: damn problem. General rule of thumb, try to... try to. Not mix chemicals. General rule of thumb in your fucking house.
0: we're not getting sponsored by Lime Away. Fuck that product. No, if you want to no. get rid of like calcium builds up, build, builds up, build up mm-hmm. uh, in your shower, on your sink, you can use other products that aren't going to kill you. For example, like lime juice and I think baking soda mixed together vinegar will create as well. like a pa- and vinegar. That's what it is. Thank mm-hmm. you. Those three things mixed together, like they'll create some kind of paste, right? And if you just got a good scrubbing pad that isn't going to mess up your chrome, right, you can get the majority of that shit off, and it's not going to be a problem.
2: By the way, quick tip. If you guys run out of, uh, like, Windex, a great alternative is literally grab the bottle, put a little bit of baking soda, water, I would say more than half water, and then the rest of it would be vinegar.
0: I thought you were going to say Coca-Cola. (laughs) Coca-Cola. I've heard that one a couple times. Like, if you're, like, really in a pinch and you don't even have baking soda, like, you could Coca-Cola? use, like, like Coke or pepper, Pepsi maybe. as, that's like, a window cleaner. weird because it was I would usually want to
2: clean the Pepsi off the, the thing. Not...
0: Yeah, but that's because <laughs> the Pepsi dries. You wipe away, you know, you wipe that shit off. And I'm not saying that's, like, don't use that as yeah. a wreck. I heard, like, that shit, you know, in yeah. passing, like, yeah. some yeah. BS, you know, whatever. Yeah, okay, but... I got you. But... I, I just heard through the grapevine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just imagine my table all sticky now. Or my mirror's <laughs> all, like... Well,
0: dense. if you wipe it off, there's nothing to make it sticky. So
1: we're just glad that you're alive and here to yeah exactly. record episode uh, 92, 92 I was of
0: the podcast. this close to just being in the ER yeah. like yeah, on a the the ventilator heck? like
2: yeah no I'm glad you actually at least rinsed it down twice yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah but that was that remember that discussion we were having earlier where I'm like I don't want to artificially prolong my lifespan like for mm. example let's say in the future they it's a good topic they come up with some shit where it's like a you know, you can add 50 to 100 years onto your lifetime by doing X, Y, and Z. Like, a really good sci-fi example of that would be... Um, did you... Uh, I know I watched some of it with... It was either you or you, I forget, but Altered Carbon. Both of mm-hmm. us. Okay, yeah. both of you? Okay, so you remember how the stacks work, right? Like, bodies essentially, card here? bodies essentially become this thing called a sleeve, and everything that you are is saved on that stack, right? So if you die and your stack doesn't get grenaded, right, you could just... Pull it's that out, want... put it into a new body, and you're good yeah. to go. Ah. so I wouldn't want to do stuff like that. But I was talking to and I'm like, I'm more okay. I'm definitely okay with like replacing a knee or replacing a hip or like a joint of some kind with like a, a titanium or whatever. But, you know, yeah, something bionic. Yes, yeah. Well, I don't, yeah, bionic. Yeah, I might be okay with that too. Mm-hmm. It depends on the circumstance. But like, what if it comes to my organs? Like, cause I, I thought about that yeah. while I was in bed. I'm like fuck, like, if that, you know, had gotten as bad as it could have been, right, I don't want to artificially prolong my life, but at the same time, I'm 22 years old, mm-hmm. and I just killed myself over something really
1: stupid. Yeah. Personally, I just think it, it yeah, comes yeah. down to quality of life. Like, I could live 80, you know, I could die at 80 years old as long as the life that I lived was, like, a good one, I was able to function properly, healthy, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. I think a lot why of... Why a lot of, want to prolong it? Well, you have have, a lot of long...
2: Then it's not a, like,
1: longevity dorks exist. Like, they're trying to biohack their way to, like, being 120, 150 years old. It's like, okay, I I, I kind of get it, but also, your current lifestyle is shit.
0: Also, as ridiculous as this sounds, like, that altered carbon idea, like, if you can just put human, like, your brain, essentially, onto that little stem, like, that's the best way to do it because yeah. the only problem with us really is the decay of the body. So if you want to prolong it forever, you'd have to go down that uh, mm. Neuralink advantage. If they m- manage to, that's true. Make a map of your entire brain and store it on a four terabyte hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, true. that would be the e- that not the easiest, but the best realistic way to do it, right? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm just picturing it like in the future. Can you imagine? It's kind of like, uh, like iCloud. Yeah. Like something will pop up and be like, Hey, do you want to prolong for $4.99 a month?
1: <laughs> iCloud Plus. Be like, hmm, we'll let you
2: save. Let me check this out. Let me sign in with my iCloud account. We'll like. let you
0: save a hundred extra memories for $6.99. Oh for my yeah. god!
1: And
2: then you purchase it, and then it
0: says storage full. <laughs> That'll probably
2: that might. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> storage full. Could you imagine Cut you're like off. you're walking, Just...
0: you're watching your son or your daughter, your child's first steps, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like something pops up in your eyes, and it's like memory storage full. <laughs> like... Yeah. You're
2: like, oh, oh god, I can't view anymore. Like, what the Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Elon.
1: <laughs> but it's crazy to think about because there there are a lot of scientists who treat aging as a disease. They they view it from the lens of disease, and they want to try to reverse engineer it so that they could extend lifespan. I mean, if you think about it, it kind of is. And they're making progress, yeah. crazy enough to think, think about. But at the same time, when you look at most people, for example, in the US, mm. I mean, they're just, they're struggling a lot with, with health. And it begs the question, like, why would I extend lifespan if, why would you want to expend li- extend lifespan to the majority of people if their current quality of life is terrible? and the argument is okay if you can if you can solve for aging then you can solve for chronic disease but we clearly know that you, you can't just give somebody a pill to solve that so they have to change I'm, their what lifestyle what I'm
2: getting from what you're saying is that usually people that are ha- that have healthier lifestyles are not going to want to prolong
0: like is that no what it's you're not it's usually not on their uh, there's not on their radar not as well, I mean, then again, I would imagine people who are living an unhealthy lifestyle really don't care about how long they live. For the majority, if you want to argue that, right? Like, if you're living a super unhealthy lifestyle, I think but, subconsciously, to a degree, you have mm-hmm. to realize that this has negative mm-hmm. impacts. Yeah,
2: you have to know what what it, what part of health are we talking about?
0: Mental everything. health, uh, everything, you know, things like that, because it's all connected. That I would agree with. I Zabel, mean, about.
2: it yes, it is all connected. Because, I but. Mean, for example, just because I'm unhealthy like my body is, my body's unhealthy and I'm just gaining more and more weight. Mm-hmm. But I am doing as much as I can to be psychologically leveled and b- balanced and just making sure that I do the necessary things for me to function properly, right? That, it could balance out. But in the, I, I in the lens of
0: what Zaid is talking about or like what the scientists that Zaid's referring to are talking about is that if you have that extra weight, what that's doing is it's taxing your bodily systems, right? It's putting more of a strain on your heart, your sorry, your cardiovascular, your pulmonary systems, mm-hmm. um, like your ability to potentially fight off diseases. What it does give you is great impact; like mm-hmm. uh, it gives you a higher resistance to impact damages or blunt force damages. Which but it's, it's true, yeah, but it's but such that, a fucked no, but up that, lens of view. That like, doesn't prolong your life. What no. I'm saying is you're more able to take a hit. Sure. And that's about it. Like, that, that's it. <laughs> if you have a if you have a healthy mind and you're at that weight, like, I mean, that's not m- going to do much for you. But if you want to talk about the opposite of that, if you don't weigh a lot and your mind is you know d- down in the gutter, yeah, right, that could f you up potentially more than being severe or not severely, but like minorly overweight, right? Like, I think it's been proven at this point, if I'm not mistaken, that high elevated levels of stress can yeah. tax your cardio mm-hmm. system. Um, it can also has a higher chance of, you know, growing tumors, uh, other cancerous shit.
2: Mm. See how it's kind of just natural. It's like, in a sense, it's natural and I'll relate it to a car. If you load a car up with like, you know, 15 tons of bricks,
0: like a truck. Yeah.
2: Like a truck. Oh, let's just say a freaking Prius. Right. Do you think your Prius is now going to get efficient gas mileage? <laughs> no. no. It's just
1: going to slow so it down. It's,
0: it's it's laid out for you. Well, it's of. also gonna slow. It's gonna give you worse gas mileage. It's going to mess up your uh, suspension yeah. <laughs> a lot a quicker. Prius. It's gonna cause a lot
1: more damage mm-hmm. much sooner than it would be if you and didn't maybe, have those. Maybe most on there. of the
2: weight is leaning to the left, so now it's even
1: like I don't know, like. And to to your point of like, does it balance out? I I disagree. I don't think it does because, like I said, everything is connected. I mean, sure, there are some oddballs who, are quote unquote, mentally healthy and they're overweight slash obese, but I would say. Those people are extremely rare. Yeah.
2: No, for me, I just, I don't know. I, I, wouldn't claim it just because. Then you're claiming every single body. You know what I mean? We don't know that. Mm. But on a larger scale, yeah. I mean, that kind of that does make sense. What would, I'm
0: saying is that nature still takes its course. Like it's still, it's just the way it is. For what you're talking about, I would argue that the overwhelming majority of people who are overweight, if they had a head like a healthy mind, right? it's not going to
1: benefit them necessarily in the long run. Fun fact for you that I learned yesterday, actually. Um, within the gut, 95%, and this, this was a study, 95% of the serotonin that your body secretes is produced within your gut. 5% is from your brain. So you have that direct connection from your body to your mind. So it makes sense that you know, the majority of people are not going to be mentally healthy when they're... Because as crazy as this sounds,
0: I mean, you have to almost look at food or at least food how we make it today as a drug in like a weird sense, right? 100%. Because what you just said, if 95% of your serotonin is produced in your stomach and only 5% is produced by the brain, essentially what you're doing is just feeding that addiction literally and metaphorically, like constantly, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because if you got like... I don't know. What's something that would produce a lot of serotonin? Like, uh, let's just say you go to McDonald's. Yeah. Hypothetically, you get like quarter pounder cheese. You get some fries.
2: Add some Big Mac sauce.
0: Big Mac sauce. You get a shake because fuck it. I've been doing mm. well this week. Well, it yeah.
1: doesn't produce serotonin. That produces dopamine. Dopamine. Okay serotonin is the quote-unquote happy chemical that makes you feel satisfied and fulfilled with life or you know whatever but
2: oh so like achieving a goal
1: when you eat when you like you have sugar for example or a big mac that produces dopamine which is completely different from so
0: so that would be where's the majority of the dopamine created then in the brain i would imagine
1: i would imagine yeah the brain okay so i mean psychology 101 dopamine but when you eat something like that and it goes into your gut it doesn't it produces a net negative effect because it just downregulates all of the all of the serotonin within your gut. Mm. So serotonin, that could be what the hell. It's Think of like when weird. you when you expose your face and body to the to sunshine, you just feel happy. That's serotonin upregulate oh, okay. upregulation okay. Yeah, that's, of that's, serotonin. That's, that's
0: not true. dopamine. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Dopamine is very dopamine is like
0: Imagine
1: dopamine you know, is imagine... like, "Oh, I get
0: a notification." Dopamine. No, imagine serotonin okay. is like the more profound like imagine dopamine and serotonin are like brother and sister mm-hmm. right or let's just say like two brothers for this instance right dopamine is the one who's bouncing off the walls wants you to do crazy shit. yo that's dope you no, know he's no yeah. dopamine dope. wants yeah. you to do scare or like things that are potentially inherently bad for you thrill yeah right and then serotonin is, like, the very chi, zen-oriented yeah, it's a brother very, of the two. It's
2: a certain tone, you know? <laughs> like a...
1: <gasps> I had a feeling it was going to bust out something. <laughs> it's the certain... It just certain. strikes a chord.
2: Hey, no, but I'm, ser- I'm serious. Like, this, this helps me memorize it, too, mm-hmm. honestly. That's just my method of, like, doing things. You find something that just you link with, that you mm-hmm. created, you follow it up with whatever the word is. Yeah. It just sticks to you.
1: Yeah
0: setting the serotone yeah. and and then you've got the dope and
1: mean.
2: Yeah. See what I mean? It's a joke right now, but I'm going to pull it out like a flashcard.
0: I'm going to whip <laughs> it out.
1: And after after I read that fact or that study, I was like I I somehow found some comment. I think it was on Instagram and this chick was like Oh, this proves that food makes you happy, so I'm just going to eat whatever I want. Something al- along those what lines. What kind of an so, argument even
0: is it that? It was such
1: a stupid comment that you I wanted to, to reply, but I uh, just, like, no. Bro, I, I,
2: th- thank you for not replying. No. Don't waste your time. <laughs> There's
1: certain people that you just don't want to <laughs> get involved with. But so. that is funny.
2: See, yeah. that is funny. The
1: more you laugh.
0: No, you you know what? You should have responded to that and just said, yeah, food does make people happy. Yeah. And just leave it at but that. It, like, but
2: it also <laughs> also wants to make you kill
0: yourself, too. It not go like, both that's ways. That's not how this works, young lady. No, I mean, though. like, think about it, though. Like, there definitely is a dependency. That, well, obviously, there's a dependency on food, but, like, a dependency on, like, unhealthy shit. Like, you know, if, like, if you take fast food away from somebody who eats it consistently, like, on a weekly basis or maybe even daily basis.
1: They go through withdrawals. Oh, yeah. just Headaches,
0: like, energy level dips. Like, anybody, like, for example, like, quitting coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Here's a good example. So, one of my friends is six foot... Th- Three or six foot four, but he's a big guy, right? But six six on Tinder. He was uh, he was over the weight that he wanted to be, so he started his journey, his health journey. And obviously, he eats a lot. You know, whether he's training or not, he eats a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what I mean. So to me, he was just he would just always talking about like his goal, right? And when we we would be hanging out, he's like, dude, oh, let's go get this. Two hours later, let's get this. An hour and a half later, let's go buy this. And there's all food, by the Damn. way. I can't keep up. I'm just like, dude, what the hell? I only eat like once every four hours. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something. Whether it's a snack or a meal. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh, I was like, uh, no, I'm good. And he's like, come on, bro. Just well, at least come with me. You know, just come with me. to Pick up the food. And I'm like, okay, fine. But like, I'm, and then in my head, I started thinking, I'm like, dude, how do you not have control of your eating? Like, can't you tell yourself to stop? And I asked him one day, and I was like, hey, why don't you just tell your body to shut up? And he's like, no, no, I have to eat. Like, like I have to eat. And I was like, no, you're telling yourself you have to eat. Well, a lot, like, a lot that's of things, like, things go into that. It. Well, that's but here's something. the thing. There's okay. a lot of things. This got me to think, man, I need to just shift my perspective every once in a while and understand things from the other side. I've mm-hmm. been skinny my entire life. Mm-hmm. That's true. I cannot just be like this, that, that, that. That makes no sense. It's just going to. I I guess like now it's slowly starting to make sense that their body signal signals differently than my body does.
1: Exactly. That has to do with leptin. So that feels all of the... like
2: the norm, where it's every hour I should
0: be eating. That's like telling somebody, can't you just tell your body to stop smoking cigarettes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you gotta physically
2: like... like you have to, and it's painful. Like for if I starve myself, yeah, it, it hurts, but I mean, I've done it Can and you... it's fine and. You
0: know, Can't you I tell your body your... to stop to stop using heroin. Just say no. Yeah, just just, just no. stop the whole dare oh, that program. reminds me yeah, of the,
2: the tweet that went out like t- 2016 and it was like some chick named Becky and then she was like, hey Isis just stop Oh my <laughs> <laughs> my <God. laughs> <laughs> and then some guy, was, some guy named Mahmoud was like, he's like, oh my god, she did it, guys. She ended stop she
1: stopped <laughs> terrorism. She's, she ended terrorism. Becky stopped terrorism with one trick. She's tweet. like, hey, ISIS, just stop. <laughs> if Ter- only it was Terrorists like that. hate this
0: one simple trick
2: <laughs> <laughs> that the world doesn't want you to know. <laughs> has anyone, tr- oh, hold on, hold on. This might be a crazy thought, but has anyone told them to just stop? <laughs>
0: Imagine. Can you guys like? It's amazing. Can you yeah. guys just not do that anymore? That'd be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> it's really annoying. Like, what the f- <laughs> what kind of a logic even is that you know what that is? you know what that is? Mm-mm. That's just pure. Look at me. This is how smart I think I am. Give me attention. Like, no.
1: What did we mention earlier? That's uh <clears throat> literal dumbness. Literal <laughs> dumbness. That's yes. what I'm gonna <laughs> title this dumb. episode. That is literal yeah. dumbness. The okay. literal dumbness episode. Okay.
2: I that works for me, dude. Uh, and you guys, anything else you guys want to touch up on? Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I thanks. just want to tell Kim Jong-un to stop <laughs> stop starving your people. I want to tell yeah. China to stop oppressing your people. Bro, are you for stop obesity trying to take over the world. or against
2: it, man? Come on. Like, make up your mind.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I just wanted to say thank you for joining us um, and listening to our literal dumbness for this entire episode. <laughs> hey, 92. don't you dare call Mixed it Mixed with dumb. wisdom.
2: This is primo stuff right here. Okay, guys, you can find us at the 2 a.m. podcast. Oh, Zade's about
0: to catch fists after Uh, this podcast. Oh,
2: (laughs) hell no. But before that, let me close this off. You can find us on YouTube now at the 2 a.m. podcast. We also have a Clips channel at the 2 a.m. Clips, so check us out. We are also on your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and many more. Don't forget to follow us. Rate, subscribe, like, comment, turn on bold bell notifications. Bull, Jesus. Turn on All the right. bowl notifications. <laughs> or
0: that. Dun, 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 dun.
2: And yeah, guys, we will see you next time.
0: For now, peace.